Welcome to the Department of Health and Exercise Studies Talk Aid at State podcast with your host, Zoe Howerton. Joining me today is Dr. Jerry Laughlin. Now a faculty member here at the Department of Health and Exercise Studies, Dr. Laughlin shares his teaching journey in philosophy. Today we are welcoming a new faculty member in the Health and Exercise Department, Dr. Jerry Laughlin. How are you today? I'm fine, Zoe. How are you? Good, good. So my first question is, what exactly brings you to NC State and what has been your journey thus far? Why NC State? Yeah. NC State's had such a long history uh, in, the, uh, in educating students uh, in health and exercise studies. So that history, uh, the large department, the large mm -hmm. university is what has really uh, brought me here to this campus. Right. Uh, I've been uh, keeping up with the trends here in the department and watching all the wonderful things taking place here. So I've always been attracted to the department and finally it worked out. Oh, great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So on a broader note, what exactly made you decide to enter the teaching field? When I first started thinking about a career, I was always engineer focused, mm -hmm. from middle school to high school. Yeah. And I actually got, got into NC State to oh, study engineering. That's cool. <laughs> uh, but during my senior year, some things started happening athletically mm -hmm. uh, that led me in the direction of some smaller colleges. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, the athletics never did work out, but I found myself majoring in physical education mm -hmm. uh, along with mathematics. Ooh. Uh, Broad I, focus. It is. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up my first job teaching middle school health and physical education. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I could see it could be hard. I always like to joke with my former students that I still stay in touch with mm -hmm. uh, that you folks pushed me back to grad school because <laughs> I really didn't enjoy mm -hmm. working with the behavior management side of that teaching middle school. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, but I thought I would really like teaching. Yeah. I thought, where can I go to teach and not have to worry about behavior? Yeah, I think you have to have a certain personality to be able to deal with a lot of that stuff. You certainly do. Yeah, I'm not sure I don't have if, it. If I ever had it or ever will. Yeah. Uh, so I found myself with a master's degree in health and physical education, nice. and I got lucky enough to finally earn a job at UNC Charlotte. Nice. Uh, teaching some physical activity courses along with a few lecture-based courses. I was mm -hmm. like, I really enjoy these physical activity courses. And yeah. Ever since that time, I've always been uh, hanging out in the physical activity and structural environment. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. So what classes are you teaching here at State? Uh, this semester, I'm teaching primarily racket sports. Nice. Uh, for example, pickleball, mm -hmm. uh, badminton, yeah. racquetball, uh -huh. and then a few sections of fitness walking. Nice. Yeah, that's the outlier for sure. <laughs> yeah, how would you, I know all of those except for pickleball, exactly how, like what is exactly the, how is that different from, I guess, the other ones? Well, all I'm a racket sports. Yeah. Uh, two of the three involve a net. Yeah. Uh, I, when I think about pickleball, uh, it's probably more closely related to tennis. Okay. You just scale down the size of the court. Uh, you scale down the height of the net just a little bit, not yeah. much. And you go from a longer racket with strings to a shorter racket that has a solid face. Oh. 
So racquetball and badminton would have a string racket. Yeah, I know how to play those. I was kind of asking. Yeah, and pickleball would have what I would say would be a slightly larger table tennis paddle. Ooh, that sounds that fun. The ball, uh, some people like, like to call it a wiffle ball. So it's made of plastic nice. with holes in it. And if you're used to racquetball and tennis, the first time you play pickleball, you always have trouble judging that bounce because you think the ball's going to bounce higher than it does. Oh, yeah. And you have to adapt. That makes sense. It's a, you know, it's a social game. Seems like uh, individual students, but also citizens of the world, they really enjoy playing it That's because cool. it's on a smaller court. So you talk to everybody on the court. Yeah. You don't have to worry about yelling. And because of the smaller court and the slightly slower speed, people of all ages can play and be successful. That's so fun. Yeah. I'm glad you told me about it. Um, so how would you describe your teaching style, I guess? If you had asked me that 20 years ago, I'd be like, uh, I'm very much instructor-centered. Yeah. We're going to do certain things certain ways because that's the only way I knew how to do it. Yeah. I feel like being a novice kind of entails that sort yes. of. Yeah. And, uh, you hear that from a lot of beginning instructors. Yeah. Uh, but over the years, as you feel better about your content areas, you don't mm -hmm. have to worry so much about studying your content. So that allows you to be a little more flexible yeah. and spend more time getting to know students. So today I, I describe myself very much student-centered. I try to create a very loose environment in the mm -hmm. class so that students feel comfortable uh, you know, being physically active among strangers, yeah. uh, interacting with me, but also interacting with their peers. Mm -hmm. So I try to create an environment where, again, everyone can be their best versions of themselves That's in that great. moment. Yeah. yeah, definitely more being focused on like the adaptability there. I think that's great. Um, so if you could only teach your students one thing, what would it be and why? <laughs> That's a hard question. I know. I don't know if I could answer that uh, if someone asked me. Especially uh, not being prepped. You should yeah. prep me on that question. Sorry. No, we can not. pass it. No, I'm not going to pass okay. it. Okay. Uh, you ask me the same question tomorrow, but it's a different answer. Yeah. Oh, I'm that way totally. So. Yeah, if I could teach them one thing. As of today, it can change. I, I, I believe it would be believing yourself and always put your best foot Forward regardless of the environment. That's a great. So if it's, yeah. if it's a family get together and it's holiday season, you know, be your best self, be the best version, be in the best family room that you can be in that yeah. moment. If you're applying for a job and you're interviewing, you know, be the best version of yourself in that environment. Definitely, that's great. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> so, um, kind of wrapping up some of these, uh, what do you think people misunderstand about health and fitness the most? Out in the commercial world or out in the public and private world, I don't really think it's misunderstood. Uh, we're all so busy yeah. uh, and we have priorities. So when someone says my family's first, uh, work second, mm -hmm. spiritual health is third, exercise is not even on the list, I understand. Yeah. When I think about health, fitness, exercise studies in the academic context here like mm -hmm. NC State, I really, many students look at our department and you know they try to relate it back to their last fitness exercise experience yes. and a lot of times that's 9 through 12 health and physical education mm -hmm. and a lot of students immediately think that their experience in this department is going to be a lot like their high school experience yeah. and it's nothing alike yeah One, no not at all you throw in the rigor uh, our expectations access to wonderful facilities and equipment yeah. Uh, this is the sheer number of courses that students can participate in that mm -hmm. they've probably never even heard of before. Yeah. 
For sure. I believe that there's a few naive conceptions and a few stereotypes. Not necessarily bad stereotypes. Yeah. Well, I think uh, anything from ignorance, like, it just makes sense that you right. wouldn't understand we it. We go yeah. back to what we last experienced so mm-hmm. that we can try to be successful in the new experience. Yes. We're all guilty of that. Definitely. Uh, so I believe there, I mean, but in three or four weeks, a lot of times those stereotypes have been dissolved. Yeah. And they're creating new opinions about what health and exercise studies and fitness yes. can be. And that's one of our overarching goals. Yeah, that's great. Fitness and wellness for a lifetime. Yeah, for sure. I think my biggest misunderstanding, I guess, I mean, I've always done dance and other sort sure. of um, athletic things like that. But even when I did that for a long time, it never really clicked with me that it w- so much health and fitness was like impacted everything else in your life. Like, I think that would probably, yeah, that people kind of misunderstand or maybe underestimate how much. And that is impact. so true. And yeah. We can, and we continue to have such a big challenge in front of us to yeah. promote health and wellness in so many different ways yeah. as the wellness term continues to develop yeah. uh, to impact uh, each other for a lifetime. For sure. Yeah. So before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share about your experience at State so far? Well, like I've shared with colleagues, I've been really impressed with the, with the students. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Socially, very mature, uh, yeah. easy to engage with. They'll look you in your eyes and have conversations with you yeah. about class content, but also uh, they're interested in talking to you about things taking place outside of class. Yeah. So bright, uh, very independent, and been a pleasure to work with. Yes, that's awesome. Well, thank you for sitting down with me. And um, it's been a great first podcast um, for you and second for me. Good, All good, right. good. Thank Thanks. you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. on the courses Dr. Jerry Laughlin is teaching, visit hes.dasa.ncsu.edu. Stay healthy, stay active, and go pack!